0: This is Bobby Guy with the 10 Minute Health Bizcast. This is album two, track 11. With us today is Aaron Enton, the co founder and CEO of Insight Optics the 2018 winner of the Healthcare Dealmakers Pitch Competition in Dallas. We've previously interviewed the winners from 2017, 2019, and 2020, and we're excited to have Aaron to fill out the slate. Aaron has a PhD in bioengineering, innovation and tech commercialization from Georgia Tech, and enough other degrees that will run out of time if I try to cover them. He's been a consultant or in the C-suite at IntelliHealth, Huxley Medical, iCheck, and Plutonic. When it comes to Inside Optics, which we're talking about today, AppTentive named Inside Optics the number one app changing healthcare, and that's a big deal. Aaron, welcome. Thank you for having me. Tell our audience about Inside Optics.
1: Yeah, Inside Optics is a company that's dedicated to preventing preventable diseases. When you look at the disease landscape today, a majority of the biggest players in this space, like diabetes and hypertension, tend to be more or less managed at this point. As long as patients are seeing their primary care physician or endocrinologist once a year, then those diseases are more or less set up. Um, The prominence that's really starting to rise today is in the comorbidities associated with these diseases. So you look at uh, diabetes, for example, there are additional diseases outside of that main set, like, uh, diabetic retinopathy, that can result in incredibly debilitating situations, like total blindness, if you're not careful, and a lot of these diseases, uh, are really preventable today. Uh, Same as diabetes and hypertension, with managed care you can avoid a lot of the harsh consequences, but because the spotlight hasn't been on the comorbidities, there's not really uh, a lot that these patients are aware of or are capable of doing. Uh, The CDC put out a report a couple of years ago indicating, for example, that 80% 80% of all blindness is completely preventable as long as patients go to a specialist once a year. It's it's as easy as that. You go see an ophthalmologist once a year and you won't go blind. Um, unfortunately, I liken that to telling a patient that you need to go home and floss more. Uh, most patients actually aren't going to follow up with that recommendation. And there are a number of reasons for that, but... It ultimately comes down to the behavioral component of uh, patient care. And that's where Inside Optics is really making a difference. We've developed a platform that enables primary care physicians, or the point of primary contact for these patients, to record video with their smartphones And know through computer vision and machine learning that they've captured the right content and that it's of a diagnosable quality before they transmit it to a specialist for diagnostic support and That specialist does everything that they normally do. They provide the uh, findings and follow-up instructions and because it is operating entirely locally uh, the patient can follow up with them if needed and Now they can get the care that would normally be considered part of a specialized exam where the patient already is. And it's addressing that behavioral component through technology. And that's where we're making a difference.
0: So as we look at healthcare overall in the U.S., there is a lot of inefficiency in how we deliver care. And I like what you talked about within Optics that, what you're attacking are the behavioral components, the behavioral hurdles, right? To changing care. So this is, this is exciting, um, how you're looking at it. As you grow the company, talk to us about how you see ways to make healthcare better in the U S.
1: Yeah. So there, there are a few points in there that I think really merit discussion. Um, The first is accessibility, right? At the end of the day, you can have the latest, greatest, best tool. Uh, You can develop the Tricorder. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's uh, inspired from Star Trek, where they just point a barcode scanner at you, and you now have a list of diseases that that patient needs treatment for and all of the options available to them. Um, But if you're not developing that technology in a way that is actually getting to the patient, then it almost defeats the purpose of building the technology. And I feel like in order to really make a difference in medicine as companies start to move forward, you're really going to have to take a deep look at what the behavioral component of your patient population really is so that you can drive the solution to where they already are because it's a lot to ask a patient to change the way that they operate their lives
0: first of all the tricorder example hits me right between the eyes i love that um <laughs> that was um that was the good doctor on star trek all the time right um and we, we I, I we played that all the time as kids Second, um, the point about changing the behavior, so let's, let's talk about a few examples of that. One that we've seen is that healthcare in the U.S. has become, it's, it's starting to become consumer-friendly. For example, we're putting some treatment centers in malls where people were already going, before COVID, of course. We'll see how that goes after COVID. But um, what do you see as some of the other behavioral hurdles um, to this?
1: Yeah, and it's I say behavioral, but it can be educational, infrastructural, right? If you if you have a patient that is living in rural Kansas, it may be an hours drive to the closest ophthalmologist, right? So enabling technology that puts a level of accessibility for those most rural individuals is a part of the consideration that you have to to put into play as well. It's it's a combination of looking at the lives of your patient population and really stretching it to something that makes it accessible financially, accessible educationally, right? They need to know that they have a risk of developing this disease um, and accessible in, in and throughout their behavioral patterns, right? If you have patients that are going to a primary care physician once a year, but don't go see a specialist until there's a problem, you should probably find a way to integrate that technology into the primary care physician's office. And of course, primary care physicians are overburdened as it is, right? They need to get as many patients through their door as possible. Patient flow and quality of care are critically important to them as they practice their medicine. And you need to find a way that it works for that user in a way that serves the patient.
0: That's great tell you what's, it's, it's very interesting to me to hear about how you're connecting patients with general practitioners, with specialists, and with technology to put those together. Because usually, well, one of the places that we miss with healthcare in the U.S. all the time, and it's well documented, is that patients see a fragmented system. They see generalists specialists and then technology or facilities as a third thing and the three never talk to each other and your technology is essentially connecting those three
1: yeah and hopefully migrating it into the control of the patient right it would be amazing if there was a subset of diseases that if you thought you needed an annual exam for you could just whip out your smartphone and know right and have it be covered by your insurance and have it go through your primary care physician and get make sure that the specialist and the person who's going to be implementing your long-term care are actually in communication and sharing the same data
0: yeah that's huge so let me ask you a final question if you had one takeaway for our audience today, what would it be?
1: I think the one takeaway that I would offer is if, if you have
0: a disease
1: that you think needs specialty care, go see a specialist. It's, uh, it's so easy to migrate your medical care to a preventative mindset. And there's so much technology and so much accessibility today especially in light of COVID and the explosion of telemedicine that you can get all of the care you need every year and hopefully never progress to an extreme disease state.
0: So Aaron, I, I'm now going to go get my ophthalmologist appointment set up for the first time in the last few years, right? It's, uh, it's clearly time and this is very encouraging. Thank you very much for being with us today.
1: Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: This has been the 10 Minute Health BizCast, broadcasting from Nashville, Tennessee. Thanks very much for joining us.